wonder if I could spend the entire episode. Nope. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. And today we're going to be talking about the top five players that need to break out in 2020. Not the ones I think will, but the ones that need to. Because jobs are going to be on the line. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to two brand new patrons over at patreon.com slash Comedy. First, we got Rainbow Dash Fan. My dog's name is Dash. And then we got Fabian Meyer. Thank you both for joining over at patreon.com slash Comedy. In addition, we got some YouTube members to shout out. We got Minnesota Vikings Man 28. We got Shadow Out. We got Penguin 622, Goran Schmidt, and Kevin Barrett. Thank you to you all. If you didn't see yesterday with the announcements, YouTube memberships are currently live. You get access to a whole bunch of different emojis and badges, as well as exclusive Q&As, as well as all patrons now have exclusive Q&A privileges as well. So check that out if you dare. So this list contains a number of players with various ranges of experience. And the way that I looked at it was either one, they haven't been productive in the past, two, their job is on the line, or three, they have an opportunity to cement themselves as a key player within the team. So with that being said, let's start with my number one guy, and that is Rashawn Gary. Now, Rashawn Gary has only been in the league for one season, but this is why I think he needs to break out. He's the former 12th pick overall in 2019 and listen a lot of people criticized that pick I wasn't entirely happy with the pick and last year he didn't play a whole lot he sat mostly behind the Smiths but this season he needs to prove himself why he was picked 12th overall he is obviously going to get a lot more looks it's gonna be interesting to see how they utilize him if they're gonna move him over to the inside The world is his oyster. He's obviously been training very hard. He posts all those videos on Instagrams and the social media. And Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur have come out and say that he is going to be a vital part of that defense. And what makes this pick potentially so great is that with Rashawn Gary getting more playing time, that allows the Smith brothers to rest more, which makes them more effective on the field and makes our pass rush even more deadly. So Rashawn Gary... Let's see what the kids got. Then number two, we got Josh Jackson. Yep, former second round pick. Has not seen a ton of action. Didn't get a single start last year. And he's going to need to step up. Now, you obviously have Kevin King, who's coming into a contract year, who has been inconsistent, but picked it up near the end of last year. Tremont Williams, it doesn't look like we're bringing him back as of right now. And you got, of course, Jair Alexander. So with that being said, right now you got Jair Alexander and a Kevin King who might be out the door next season, depending on what happens with Cap and who we re-sign. It's time for Josh Jackson to light it up. I know a lot of fans loved Josh Jackson coming out of school. I know that they wanted to pick him first. I'm glad that they didn't. And thankfully, we got Jair Alexander to make that backfield a little bit better. But Josh Jackson seems to be going the way of Josh Jones, which makes me very afraid. There is a need at cornerback, and he's going to have every opportunity to step up. 
you know, is he going to take it? Is he going to get that playing time? And more importantly, is he going to earn it? And is he going to do well on the field? So Josh Jackson needs to have a breakout year or this might be his last. Then number three, you got Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, that's right. Little MBS action. He had two okay seasons, had some issues with some confidence and some drops and running wrong routes. And the thing is, is he has a unique skill set. He's the only speedy wide receiver that we have on the team. Devin Funches, not that fast. Devontae Adams, great release, not that fast. And any of the other guys, Bagleton, Lazard, EQ, their speed isn't their highlight. And so with that, we have needed a deep, speedy threat for some time. And we're waiting for MVS to take that next step. Now, Aaron Rodgers has expressed his confidence in MVS, but I feel like this is going to be the season for him to prove himself. Coming into his third year, it's kind of like a make-or-break year because at this point, if there's not a wide receiver that steps up, we're going to be in some trouble. You obviously have Alan Lazard, who had a good run as our number two last year. I think that's still his position to lose. But then you have unknowns. EQ coming back from injury, and that's the reason why EQ's not on this list is because he was injured for that year, so I feel like it's not as dire for him. People will be more understanding if he doesn't perform. But MVS, man, like... Come on, be the guy that we want you to be. Number four, you got defensive tackle Kingsley. Kiki, do you love me? And yeah, uh, here's the thing. We need a guy next to Kenny Clark. Badly. Lancaster, not cutting it. Montrevious Adams, I don't know if he's going to make the team. Dean Lowry, underperforming. He didn't have any starts last season, even though he played in 14 games. And honestly, this is we just need somebody next to Kenny Clark. Literally anyone at this point. We need to shore up that run defense. And Kingsley Kiki can be that guy. A fifth-round pick last year, I think we'll be getting a lot more reps this year. And I feel like the reason that he needs to break out is because the field is wide open for him, too. There's really just no one else that's sitting there. We got Trayvon Hester. We got Willis from Miami. And after that, like, it starts to fall off a bit. So Kingsley Kiki can make an immediate impact and have a huge breakout season, and I think he needs to. And then finally, number five, you got tight end number one, Jace Sternberger. Obviously injured last year, but we just got Josiah DeGuerra, and of course we brought back the big dog, Mercedes Lewis, and you have Robert Tanyan. But Jace Sternberger is kind of being given the keys to the kingdom and is like, here you go, buddy. BRTE1. He's most likely going to be utilized a whole lot more. It's not Mike McCarthy's offense. And I feel like we have just not had a TE1 for such a long time. And like, it's time to have one. Jay Sternberger needs to prove that he can put the team on his literal back and go, I got you. And I think he can. He's shown flashes. He came out of college looking real good. But with the Green Bay Packers selecting a tight end again in the third round this year, I just want Jace to kind of put some competition between him and everybody else. And Jay Sternberger also has a unique skill set. He is a receiving threat. And I think he, they need to utilize him the best they possibly can. And it's up to Sternberger to make the most of those opportunities. But those are my five guys that I think need to have a breakout season this year on the Green Bay Packers. Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the Patreon members over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the new YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go. Grassy. <laughs>